Hi everybody, this is Cara Johnstad, singer, songwriter, and founder of Voice Your Essence. And I am very excited today because I have decided this morning, instead of writing everything out for you on how to mend and heal the cracked and broken voice, I decided to spontaneously do this video to show you, because it's easier to show you, one or two exercises and give you some tips on how to keep your voice and your instrument open while working and singing out there, okay? So the first thing is that we spoke in the last couple of articles, the beauty of the cracked and broken voice. We're very inspired. There are a lot of singers out there that sing in the cracks, in the crevices, that touch us as artists and you know, just as humans living on planet Earth, people like Tom Waits, people like Sting that do sing with a constricted sound. I was very touched um, in my early 20s by singers like Janis Joplin and Billie Holiday. And yet we know how dangerous this can be for the voice. So in the second part of the series last week, I explored a little bit of why this happens, why the voice starts closing in. And for some of the you that are on the Voice Your Essence list and are receiving the podcasts and the blogs, you got to know a little bit about the false vocal folds and what they're there to do and how they relate to the cracked and broken voice. For, for those of you that are joining me today and have not yet read those articles, you can go to my homepage, www carjohnstad.com, log in and looked for the beauty of the cracked and broken voice was the first article and the second article was understanding the cracked and broken voice ever heard of false vocal folds. Okay, and this week we're into mending, mending and healing. The very, very first part because this subject is very complex. So last week, what I shared with you that many people don't know is that we know we not only have the true vocal folds uh, that are here when we talk and we sing, but we also have powerful false vocal folds, the vestibular folds, and they're located right above our true vocal folds. And why this is important it's very, very important because the main objective for existence is not to make us into big, powerful singers and speakers. That's like the cherry on top. The main, main objective is that you survive, is that you survive here. And so the main objective of your throat is actually one of the, one of the biggest things is to protect you and make sure that nothing comes inside that can harm you. You're not gonna get food that's gonna slip into your lungs instead of your stomach. You're not gonna get really angry, horrible emotions because your throat is simply gonna clamp shut and protect you. Someone screams at you, throat closes. You're sad, larynx drops, throat closes. So this is the protection mechanism. And we also have another mechanism which is very, very powerful. And that's a mechanism of stability and balance. 
So the throat comes in. If we're going to lift something really heavy, if I was about to lift my, my grand piano that's behind me, and we're going to try to lift something, okay? Don't do this because you might hurt your back. I always have to you know, warn everybody. But let's say you just take a pitcher of water or right before you're going to catch a ball, okay? Observe what happens to your throat. It closes. And it's not your vocal folds only that here close. It's <coughs> we know that we're doing a heavy move out there. We're carrying those moving boxes. We're carrying even heavy wash, you know, about to put into the machine. Our voice closes. We go down and and um, squat down to throw something in the dryer. Our voice, you know, our throat closes. And even people, women know this also, we're giving birth. <coughs> we need this strength of the throat to help stabilize the system and give us the strength that we need to push and to hold and to be strong. Okay, so just think of those words, push, hold, stabilize, protect. Very important if we're understanding and working with the voice. And now you have another set of muscles that are there, a completely different set of muscles. And they're there to open, to open you up wide so that your voice itself can work freely. Now, the first thing is why in the world should your voice be free and clear? Because I will tell you, that is the way that you connect your inner message, your inner worlds to this outer world and bring them out. And the most important, again, if we think about protection and if we think about stability, we also have to think about communication and the word community. So we're building community and we need communication so that our needs are met. And it starts even when we're very small as a child, we learn to voice if we're hungry, if we're sad, if we need food and drink and warmth, if we're cold, very, very simple needs. And the older we get, the more complex it gets to learn how to freely and openly voice what we need, what we desire, what we feel. And this plays a huge role in, you know, comes in, into place when we start to learn how to sing. Because every one of you knows that it can be scary to stand in front of an audience and to start to sing your truth. And everybody knows when they, when they were in school how scary it could be to walk up in front of the room and to speak what you believed was correct in your school report or book report or whatever, and then to be, you know, judged. So a lot of us, when we're working with the voice, we don't even begin because all these fears are in the room. But then some of us, we managed to get to that place of being performers and singer-songwriters and public speakers and professionals. And we still are totally baffled that when we're speaking, what we've written down as being our truth, that suddenly our throat will just close on a whim, more or less. I mean, we, we can't even control it. We have this feeling, you know, we're passionately going for our power. We're totally one with our message. And suddenly these voice muscles will just come in and 
um, close in on us. So this is why it was so important for me to write these three parts of this very complex subject. I've, I've uh, had fun the last weeks sharing these thoughts and also receiving all your comments and all your emails and messages on what your experience is out there with the voice. When you're going up to reach those big tones, suddenly, wow, throat closes. You're gonna reach a high note, throat closes. So of course there are many exercises to increase the range and to understand better breathing and all these things. But today I'm only focusing on this muscle or this set of muscles, I'd have to say, the false vocal folds that get triggered. They're so primal, their function is so deep to protect and stabilize. They get triggered to close when something is almost too close for comfort or when our body feels that we might need help supporting something big that's happening out there. They normally or rarely come in when we're singing quietly. They can, if you have, you know, used them in this extreme way when practicing singing, but they normally come in when we're going for that big stuff. So what I'd like you first to do, it's a very simple exercise. First of all, I'd like you to put your hand on your throat and swallow. And I want you to start getting in touch with how the larynx begins to move. And just understand that right behind your Adam's apple, those are where your vocal folds, your true vocal folds are located. So swallow, release. What happens? Your larynx goes up and it comes back to that mid-pitched position. And now you can yawn. Ah, yeah. Yawn, and what happens? Your larynx drops. Okay, so we're getting to know where where the movement is of the larynx. Now, to understand these these constrictors that are in here, you have to understand how wide your throat has to stay when you're singing. So we're going to do an experiment. You can either take your thumbs like this, or you can take your hands, whatever feels more comfortable to you. I want you to get the feeling, what happens, yeah, what happens when, for example, you constrict those cords like we talked about in the beginning and you'd be lifting that heavy box, right? Sounds like Darth Vader. Somebody told me the other day in class, Cara, that sounds like Darth Vader. And I said, you're right. So this a strong closure. So this is yeah, what's happening there? Okay. So if you push your hands very close together, then you should feel a, such a tight closure that no air is going through. 
So if you put them a little bit, for, you know, a little bit apart, you can get Darth Vader. This is the sound of singers, if you really listen to them, of singers like Joe Cocker or Tom Waits. They have this sound. And in soul and pop and jazz music, you also have this sound happening, but normally only as a style. You hear it in Alicia Keys also, but it's normally brought in just as a color because it's not a healthy place to put your voice. It can lead to extreme vocal damage. And many of the singers that use it all the time, they're singing in a very, very limited um, range of the voice. They're using more of their speaking range. They have you know, less than one octave that they're working with and, and are, are not able to have any kind of big dynamics and, and really sacrifice a lot of their, their good time to work in that kind of a, a tone quality. Because a lot of times after the concerts, they're so hoarse that they literally cannot express themselves or communicate with good friends or anything else because they're just simply resting that voice. And that is not the place that we want to be in. And at the same time, we have to acknowledge and embrace that sometimes to use it as a color to explore it is a fascinating moment. And it's not unhealthy if you know how to use it carefully and how to use it, um, yeah, I want to say sparingly, and also how to regenerate again your wonderful true vocal folds so that you can use it as a color, but not as a habit, a habitual place to live and stay. So you've done this and explored what that feels like. And now I'd like you, normally what happens if we close it and you come back out again, when you breathe in, you should have no sound. Okay, no sound at all. If you hear this, then your constrictors are still there. So when you breathe in, you have no sound. But now what I'd like you to do is to breathe out with the constrictors and keep on breathing out while opening your throat. So your, your exhalation will remain and yet your, the sound that you hear, you'll hear no more constriction. So you have this exhalation. Now this is hard to sense over a flat screen video, but if I had my hand in front, when I'm starting to open my vocal folds again, I could feel a slightly warm breath still coming out of my body. So experiment with this closing and opening and closing and opening and closing and opening this space. So you have this You're always breathing out. Okay, so this is simply making you aware that you can control what's happening inside your throat. You have many different mechanisms. I call them sound prints when I work. And these sound prints are learnable. So it, you can learn to sing, you are so, you can learn to constrict, which I don't really recommend except for splashes of colors, or you can learn to stay open. Now the trick is, and this is the important part, is 
that this neutral position where you're not hearing the inhalation or sound on the exhalation, this inhalation exhalation in the neutral position is where we want to be when we're speaking and maybe the easygoing kind of singing, it works there, right? If you're singing a nice little bossa nova or a sweet little pop song, it might work. But if you're singing songs like I sing in concert, really big mega ballads, this place is still not wide enough to give us the sound. If you want to go into um, things like belching, this needs more room. And so the throat needs to learn how to open and to stay wide and open. And the cool thing is, is that there's only basically one exercise that is so natural and so fun to practice that opens your throat that wide. And that is laughing. So I always tell my students, you know, put on the kitchen timer and laugh at least 10 to 15 minutes a day, just as exercise. this laughing and you can feel this laughing quality and you can feel your throat when you laugh I hundred percent I have had some students that like <laughs> but you guys normally when you start to laugh you have a <laughs> I mean, okay, some people laugh like, <laughs> but we're doing the mega super cool voice exercise. Open your throat. <laughs> you normally feel the whole throat start to widen. Now, if we were singing in this kind of ha 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 style, it might work. The tricky part is that you need the muscle part, the throat part from laughter, but you need constant stable tones. So you're gonna go from this and keep on, keep on um, exhaling. So you have the constrictors and then you're gonna open on the exhale, no sound and go into a big laugh. Ready? <laughs> Once again. <laughs> right? So constricting. You when you're in the neutral place, there's no sound. Okay, you're always exhaling. Ha 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 ha. And you're gonna close and open until you can get to the point where you don't have to close anymore. Do you remember these exercises where the teacher used to tell you, you know, make your face all 
you know, scrunch it all up and then open it and, and be wide. Well, that's the same thing. In the beginning, sometimes we have to close it just to feel how tight it can become. But what we're looking for is this release and this expansion and this wide open quality. Now in this place, I can just tell you, you are not protected. And that's why, well, maybe I can't say you're not protected, but this is why we start feeling so vulnerable out there as performers and singers until we get the feeling how gorgeous it is to have that open, wonderful space to work in. Because your throat is so wide, your mouth is totally open. There are no constrictors that are coming into play because we're training the, the system to stay relaxed. If a fly flew by and flew into your throat, you might cough, choke, and go crazy. So these, again, to respect that your body has these really, really deep programs that are really there to make sure that you stay alive and survive and are well and protect actually your heart. So when you're learning to open, you're learning first of all to open the muscles and that they're gonna stay open, but you're also learning to be okay with your inner stories, to open to your world as a singer songwriter, what you have to share as a performer and to start embracing that humanity and that beauty and not to have any shame or guilt or you know anger or all these things that are going to come in just you know so start staying with that you know yes that's my life path yes i you know had love affairs that didn't work yes i was sad somebody very close to me died this is this open throat which is not only learning to use the muscles but also understanding that emotionally we have to come to a place of feeling 100% okay with what we are and who we are to stay in that space. And then what happens once you're very open and you've laughed your 10, 15 minutes a day and you start to explore what it means to have that open throat, then you're gonna start bringing these chords together. And you're gonna hear it if you put your hand here and you're gonna start going, can you hear this? Those are your true vocal folds. You're breathing in, you don't hear constriction. You're exhaling, you don't feel constriction. Your throat is in a very wide place. And you have this ah, ah, e, 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 e. So you're not going e, and you're not going e. You're not saying ah, ah, e, e, no. So what you want to do is start in a really comfortable place in your range and you have that open throat that you've been practicing from laughing and you're going to bring those chords together, those folds, they're now called vocal folds, and you're going to say ah, ah, eh, eh, e, e, oh, oh, ooh, ooh. Some people like to use their fingers. They say ah ah e e e e oh oh ooh, ooh. You can use your hands. Ah ah. You can basically use anything that you need to use to feel that connection. 
And then what happens is that once you get that feeling of an open throat and creating tones without any constriction, because this video is on mending the cracked and broken voice, then you can start working all over the place. exercises with a lot of, you know, fun little intervals, but that's where you kind of start. Comfortable range, throat is open, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha ha, ha try that. So then after you start understanding how to keep the throat open while doing single notes, then you can start looking at small intervals ah, 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 ah. So you're always, you're always working, keeping your throat wide, and when you're going up, you want to have your tongue high and released in the back, throat wide and open. Ah. Hey, I know how hard it is sometimes when you're dealing with those really, really soulful, strong emotions to keep an open throat. Like I said, the vocal folds that are false, they want to come in and protect you. They want to come in and support you. That's their programming, you guys. The programming is something is really a little bit scary. I'm going to come and help you. You're opening your heart open and wide. I'm going to come in and, first of all, serve you. So what we have to do is undo that programming. And some of you are thinking, oh, it's really hard, car. It's really hard. You know, I'm going to go up and hit that tone. And I go, ah, yeah. No, I just swallowed funny. Ain't nothing but hound dog. I don't know. But you guys, it's not hard. I'm here to share with you, it's not hard to keep an open throat. The program is for your throat laughing, okay? And laughing is not hard, it shouldn't be hard. So drop that mindset that you can't do this. Drop that mindset that you gotta suffer as a rock and roller or as a jazz singer, you can't have a huge range or, you know, to add soul, you have to um, understand that gritty sound because the other stuff is boring. Drop that mindset. Be gentle. Appreciate and respect this instrument and program in more laughing and 
respect this protection mechanism and start to open your heart while owning all your big feelings. Yeah, oh baby, you can be kind of soulful. Mm hmm. Ah ha. Eh eh. Without screwing up your voice. You got that? Okay. Let's continue. So you guys, one more tip, okay? There are some teachers that coach you that you have to smile to hit the tones. And you end up with some weird face like, yeah, oh, 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 oh. Let's, let's just drop that, okay? This idea of laughter is only to help you reprogram those retractors. It's only, you know, the constrictors and, and, and the retraction. It's only for your throat muscles, okay? You want your throat to be open like it is when you're laughing. You don't want your face to be smiling all the time when you're going up. You know, it's really, really not cool to look at. You know, someone's singing a, a mega sad ballad I used to sing this big ballad called Tell Me Where. Can you imagine? Tell me where, where is it? Oh, really. Just keep it open there. Where, where is it written? You know, be surprised. Let your face work naturally, okay? Laughing is throat, not face. Throat muscles, okay? Face is groovy and authentic and be who you are. That was just, you know, a little extra bonus. But. Okay, you guys, that was the mending cracked and broken voice vlog. This is my first vlog ever, so I think this is very cool. I hope that understanding a little bit more about your voice has helped you to understand this instrument. We have a lot of complex things that are happening. We have to understand the tilt of the larynx and how it works and how you can let it sink and rise and we have to understand all the tongue and articulation and understand our emotions. But understanding how to keep this place open and how to also bring it in and close it is one of the biggest keys, okay? So you're gonna create that voice that you wanna live in. You're gonna create that voice that's gonna express everything with the world and you're going to realize that, hey, if I want to heal and regenerate and have great groovy, big uh, sounds, big tones, I can keep it open. And if I do want or need it for certain colors, hey, um, baby. You know, if I want to go into that place, um, and now I'm telling you, I'm not going. You are the best thing I've ever known. Remember that? Okay. So you get to play with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. You get to play with it. You get to play. You're free to play.
but you're only free to play if the playground more or less is open to um, work like you want it to work okay so join me um, at carajohnstad.com if you'd like to have more info on the voice and everything that's happening with the Voice Your Essence training series. You can read the blogs and get the free downloads of the podcast over at the Voice Your Essence easing section. There's a tab there. I believe it says blogs. And um, otherwise, I'm over on Facebook, carajohnstead.official. That's facebook.com, carajohnstead.official. Or facebook.com slash voiceyouressence. Um, sometimes I'm on Twitter. I try to circle in every day. That's also twitter.com slash Johnstead and Google+. Let's just keep on connecting and share with me your experience, how this exercise basically helped you to create exactly the tones and the sounds that you want to have happening. This is the first step, okay? There's a lot of other steps in creating a great, powerful voice, but this is a really, really, really good place to start. Okay, I'm going to see you soon. Until then, bye-bye. Stay cool. Open up and receive.